Oh, my giver, listen to my plea. After hearing, accept my plea. I make this request. Listen to my prayers. Listen to my prayers. May I not forget you ever. Take me to the shore, O giver. Take me to the shore. This is Sanchis Bhajan Mere Data Ji on page 187. This honorless soul does not listen to the Bani. She does not listen to the Bani. She has become homeless. She is in your shelter. O giver, she is in your shelter. The negative power has laid the traps. He has laid the traps. The heart is terrified. Without you, who can remove the pain? O giver, without you, who can remove the pain? Becoming gracious, listen to my condition, Kirpalji. Give me the treasure of Nam and make me rich. Servant Ajay prays. O giver, servant Ajay prays. O my giver, listen to my plea. After hearing, accept my plea. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 187. Mere data ji suno benati. Mere data ji suno benati. Karo mana jora suna ke benati. Mere data ji suno benati. Mere data ji suno benati. Karo mana jora suna ke Oh, 
Atamani mani Sunadina bani Sunadina bani Hoi henetani Hogai tere sahare Data hogai tere sahare Mere data ji suno benati Mere data ji suno benati Karo mana jura suna ke benati Karo mana jura suna ke benati Kala pawara ne jalavichaye jalavichaye dilagabaraye Kala pawara ne jalavichaye jalavichaye Dilagabaraye Tere vina dukkha konatare Data tere vina dukkha konatare Mere data jisuno benati Mere data ji suno benati Taro mana jura suna ke benati Taro mana jura suna ke benati Hoi ke de ala hala suno kira palaji Namade kajane devo karo malo malaji Hoi ke de ala hala suno kira palaji Namade kajane devo karo malo malaji Dasa jai babu kare Dasa dasa jai babu kare Mere data jisuno benati Mere data jisuno benati Karo mana jura suna ke benati Karo mana jura suna kei
O my giver, listen to my plea. After hearing, accept my plea. And our next bhajan is on page 53. Merevichik na guruji gunakoi. O guruji, there is no good quality in me. I am full of bad qualities. You have all good qualities. I have none. How could the meeting with the beloved happen? I have neither beauty nor attractive eyes. I have neither good ways nor sweet words. We are sinners. We are full of bad qualities. We have fallen at your door. Except for you, we find no refuge at any place. Understanding us as orphans, attach us to your feet. Do not involve us in the cycle of 84 lakhs again. Whatever has happened with us in the past has happened. We have given up all support except you. O oh, beloved one, dwell in our hearts. Folding our hands, we make this request. I am the sinner, full of bad qualities. Poor Ajayb is your slave. Without Kripal, there is no shelter. O oh, Guruji, there is no good quality in me. I am full of bad qualities. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 53. <laughs> Oh, 
सी पापी हा गुनहारे आखे जीग पे तेरे रे आसी पापी हा गुनहारे आखे दीग पे तेरे तेरे बिना कीते मेला दीना दोई गुन दारिया मेरे बीच ना गुरु जी गुण खोई गुण दारियाम समाज के चारणी लाओ चरो सीधा पेरा न पाओ याचीम समाज के चारणी लायो गेर चरो सीधा पेरा न पाओ पीछे साधे नई जो हो
good quality in me. I am full of bad qualities. You have all good qualities. I have none. How could the meeting with the beloved happen? We've heard some of Master's talks many times, and each time we're receptive in a different way. So even though parts of the talk may be familiar, another part may strike us in a new way. This first reading today is Master Kripal's talk on humility. This was a circular letter issued in July of 1967 on the occasion of Baba Sawan Singh's birth anniversary. And Master Kripal writes, Dear ones, on this auspicious day of the birth anniversary of Hazur Maharaj Baba Sawan Singh Ji, I send you all, send you one and all my heartiest wishes for your progress on the spiritual way back to the home of our father through the natural yoga of light and life and love, the Surachab Yoga. In my previous year's messages, I have been mostly dwelling on rising above body consciousness to be reborn and to learn to die while alive so as to enable one to enter the kingdom of God which is within us as prescribed by all the past masters now come to us through his benign grace. There are many aspects of his divine life but I will now dwell on the two most important ones humility and simplicity, the most needed at this hour, <clears throat> which if followed will set our lives in the right direction and enable us to achieve perfection. All masters of the past, such as Jesus, Mahavira, Buddha, Kabir, and Nanak, and Ramakrishna, Hazor Baba Sawan Singh, Sadhu Vashwami of recent days radiated this divine luster from their personalities. Man knows so many things, but he does not know himself. A man has so many sheaths in himself covering the depths of his heart. Man learns and unlearns all through life. It is wiser to remain a student than to be a teacher a student of the mystery of life. A parable goes to say that a seeker of God in the quest of heaven, wandering here and there, found himself perchance at the gate of heaven. The gatekeeper asked him, Who are you? The seeker answered, A teacher. The gatekeeper asked him to wait and went in to report. After a while he returned and said he could not let him in as there was no place for teachers in the heaven world. 
He was told to go back and wash the dust of dead words clinging to him in the waters of silence. So many teachers are vain. They parade their learning. How can there be a place in there for him who lives in a world of vanity? Every day he sat in the silence and listened to the words of saints, and his self-consciousness began to develop, and he became humble and prayed to be the servant of all men, lonely and lowly ones, and animals, a servant of God's creation. Then the portals of heaven were opened, and he entered in and beheld the Master's face, pure and fair beyond compare. All the masters of the past and the present say, the kingdom of God is for the humble of heart. So many of us, alas, are proud, vain, in ego lost, and blind to the wisdom. We do but wander from darkness to darkness. The God that rules millions is the ego. Enthrone on your heart the God of love and cease to wander. And what should be done to do so? Become humble as ashes and dust. The world is full of the proud of purse or power or learning, whereas we should be humble and simple and empty ourselves of all self that the Lord might do with us what he would. The life worth living is life in the spirit. Its basis is humility. We should be reduced to a cipher, and God becomes all. Let us be perfect as our Father is in heaven. The truly humble are the truly happy. For want of humility, men and women are leading an unbearable, miserable life. All this misery is from within. It is not a change in our circumstances, but deliverance from the thraldom of the self, the petty ego that sits a tyrant, robbing us of the bliss that is our heritage as children of God. We are, as it were, in a cage of self-centeredness, and until this prison is opened by the key of humility, the swan bird of the soul is not free and cannot swim to the regions of radiance and joy. The way to true blessedness is the way of humility and love. He who is humble has no problems. He has God as his guide. Significant are the words of the shepherd boy singing in John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. He that is down need fear no fall. He that is low no pride. He that is humble ever shall have God to be his guide. I am content with what I have, little be it or much. And Lord, contentment still I crave, because thou savest such. Rightly has it been said that if there were no humility in the world, everyone would long ago have committed suicide. When the light of humility dawns on the soul, the darkness of selfishness disappears, and the soul no longer lives for itself but for God. The soul loses itself in God, lives in God, and is transformed into Him. This is the alchemy of humility. 
It transforms the lowest into the highest. The great Chinese sage Lao Tse expressed the thought in beautiful words. How does the sea become the king of all rivers and streams? Because it lies lower than them. St. Augustine said the way to God is first humility, second humility, and third humility. He who is proud of possessions or of learning or of authority will not go to any saint unless he is humble. Even if he goes to the saint but considers himself superior to him, he will not listen to him. A glass which is kept above a tumbler of water will remain empty until it is put below the tumbler. You know what you know. Just listen to what the other says. Perhaps we can learn something from him. <clears throat> yes, the branches of a fruit-laden tree bend of their own accord. Even so, the man who, losing himself, finds God finds him everywhere and in everyone, bends before all, offers homage of his heart to all. This is true humility. It is not a forced sense of lowliness. Such a one lives in unity with all. He is in others and others are in him. It is the fake ego self that gives rise to the sense of discord and separation. When the illusion of ego is broken, one feels, I am not apart from others, but others are parts of the one, God, the master, and all of us are engaged in the same service of God. Each one of us is unique in his own way. There is a divine purpose behind the life of everyone who comes into the world. No one has been created for nothing. We have something to learn from everyone. This is the mystery of humility. The truly humble person does not compare himself with others. He knows that none of us, however evolved, is perfect. None of us is complete in himself. The humble person does not regard one as better than the other. He believes in the divinity of each. If one says and asserts that he is better than others, then he is not perfect as yet. It is only when one realizes his nothingness that God comes and fills him with himself. Where man is, God is not. Where man is not, God is. God cannot enter the heart of the self-seeking person. He who is full of himself considers himself as above others and so puts a limit on himself. God is without limit. How can the limitless enter the limited? O oh, ye who seek God, see that you do not set yourself above others. Give up all that you are and all that you have. Empty yourself of all self. Cast the ego out and you stand face to face with God. Wondrous are the words of the Sufi saint, Abor Hassan. Brothers, this is the law. He who cometh nigh to God, 
loseth what loseth what he hath, I he loseth himself, but gains instead the gift supreme, the gift of humility. A man may strive to be humble, but for all his efforts may become all the more proud. There is such a thing as the pride of humility. It is a very dangerous thing, for it is too subtle to be discerned by the inexperienced. There are some who will take great pains to be humble. They make humility impossible. How can a man be humble who is all the time thinking of how best he can be humble? Such a man is all the time occupied with himself. But true humility is freedom from all consciousness of self, which includes freedom from the consciousness of humility. The truly humble man never knows that he is humble. The truly humble man accepts everything as coming from the hands of God. He knows that in him there is nothing praiseworthy. All the good that is in him is from God, and the praise that men give him belongs to God. When the young man called Jesus good teacher, Jesus quietly said, Why call me good? There is none good but God. Humility, says Lacordaire, does not consist in hiding our talents and virtues, in thinking ourselves worse and more ordinary than we are, but in possessing a clear knowledge of all that is lacking in us and not exalting ourselves for that which we have, seeing that God has freely given it to us. And with all his gifts, we are still infinitely of little importance. So the truly humble man may accept sometimes the praise which men give him, and quietly passes it on to God, keeping nothing for himself. The man who is not truly humble behaves in a very unnatural manner when he is not praised by men. He becomes upset, loses his patience, and even becomes angry. He repulses them with his irritation and creates for, creates for them awkward situations. Sometimes he suppresses his feelings and remains silent, but he cannot forget the things that are said about him. They haunt him again and again and do not give him peace of mind. The humble man makes no fuss. He is at harmony with himself and others. He is gifted with a wondrous feeling of peace. He feels safe and secure, like a ship in harbor, unaffected by howling storms and lashing waves. He has found refuge at the lotus feet of the Lord, and the storms of changing circumstances have no power over him. He feels light as air. The burdens which we carry all our life, the burden of the self and its desires, he has laid aside, and he is ever calm and serene. Having given up everything, he has nothing to lose, and yet everything belongs to him, for he is of God, and God is in him. Having broken the bondage of desire, he is as happy with a piece of dry bread as with a sumptuous meal. In every situation and circumstance of life, he blesses the name of God. He who would be humble regards himself as a student. He learns many new things, but what is more difficult, he unlearns many things he has learned. 
A scholar came to a saint and said, O seer of the secret, tell me what I may do to live the life divine. And the saint said to him, Go unlearn what thou hast learnt, and then return and sit before me. He who would walk the way of humility must renounce his earlier ways of living. He must give up the opinions he has formed, the standards to which he is accustomed. He must have a new outlook on life. The things the world would worship are to him of no value. His values are so different from those of other men. Rich food, fine houses, costly dresses, positions of power and authority, the applause of men, honors and titles no longer attract him. He feels drawn to a life of simplicity. He is happy in living a hidden life in the hidden Lord. He is dead to the world. He is alive in God. At times he actually behaves like one dead. Yes, the truly humble man is in that sense the dead man. He has died. God alone lives in him. His self has been annihilated. His self has vanished into God and only God remains. God works in him and through him and God emits in his eyes. God speaks in his words. On his feet, God walks the earth and through his hand and through his hands gives his benedictions to all. Such men are the real strength of the world, its illumination and inspiration. To see them is to commune with God, for God dwells in them. They are the living, moving temples of the Lord. They are the ones who keep the world intact, though they do not know it themselves. The whole earth depends on them without anyone being aware of it. Their hearts and minds are in tune with the great heart and mind of humanity. They are in complete accord with all that lives. They give their love to all living beings as though they were the sons of the one sweet mother. They have broken all fetters and entered into the kingdom of the children of God. God does their will because they have merged their wills in his. God fulfills their least desire, for it is he who desires all their desires. They are the little saviors of humanity. I wish each one of you to follow the lesson of hum- I wish each one of you to follow the lesson of humility, born of love and simplicity. And this next talk is a walk talk that Sanji gave in November of 1979 in Rajasthan. And this talk was printed under the title, Turn Your Face Toward Him. And the questioner asks a question about humility. He says, yesterday or the day before, someone asked you to speak about humility. Could you do that now? And Sanji says, The more humility we will have in our within, the nearer we will come to God. Master used to say that God has everything with him except humility. So when you go to him, you should take humility as a present for him. Why doesn't God have humility? 
It is because he is the owner of all creation, and he is all in all. So in front of whom should he become humble? To whom should he show his humility? That is why he loves those who have humility in their within. But here we have to be very careful. We do not have to become that type of person who speaks humble words outwardly, saying, we don't want any praise, we are just a servant of the Sangat, and like that. But in their within, they are always wanting people to praise them and recognize the work which they are doing for the Master or for the Sangat. That type of fake humility is not good. If you are having that type of humility, that means that you are under the deception of your mind, and one day you are likely to lose a lot. As a matter of fact, we can get the real humility only when we go back to our home, Sachkhand. Because once we get to Sachkhand, then the real humility starts coming within us by itself. For that, we do not have to work. But until then, we can also try to be humble in our within and try to be humble to all. We can try to obtain that humility by always feeling ourself as the low one and always, always feeling that Master is the only doer and we are nothing. Fareed Saab says, Black is my garb and black are my deeds. I don't have any good qualities, but still people call me the beloved of God. You see, Fareed Saab spoke these words after reaching the highest state and after becoming a saint. So you can imagine how much humility he had. Even after reaching the highest state, he called himself as the one who doesn't have any good qualities. But our condition is such that we are not ready to accept our sins and mistakes. Even though we have many faults, still we are not ready to say that we are the sinners and we have no good qualities. When we get the real humility, then we start looking at our own faults. But right now, our condition is such that we love to look at the faults of others, and we always look at our own good qualities. We always ignore our bad qualities, and we always try to find fault in others, and that is not good. We can do the opposite. We can start looking at our own faults and start praising other people only when we get real humility. Otherwise, we cannot be brave enough to find out our own faults and find the good qualities of other people. Regarding the Mahatmas, those who are very humble in their within and who have become one with God, Fareed Saab says, they are very near to God, but still they do not give their secret to people. Even though they are one with God and they have mixed themselves with God, but still outwardly, they will never boast of being one with God. They will always say that they are a very low one. Guru Arjan Devji Maharaj said, What is the matter with me, the foolish one? By coming and taking refuge in you, many sinners also got liberation. You see, Guru Arjan Devji is saying this to the Lord, I am the foolish one. But in fact, he was not the foolish one. He was a great saint, and he said this after becoming a great saint. So you can imagine how much humility he had. When we develop real humility in our within, 
we do not deceive other people, and moreover, we do not hurt anybody. Kabir Saab said that those who show their humility to people, calling themselves as the servants of God and the most humble ones in the world, but who in fact don't have real humility within themselves, they can continue that fake personality for only a few days. Afterward, the same people create large disputes among the dear ones. Why do they do that? Only because they have not developed real humility within themselves and because they don't know the reality of their own within. So that is why they cannot continue the fake personality of being a humble person forever. Many learned people come to me, and when they come and talk with me, they give examples from many books, and they show that they have read and have the knowledge of many holy books. They always tell me that this thing is written in that book and like that. They start arguing with me, But I lovingly tell them, Dear one, I have learned after going in my within, from this book of the within, that only after going within can one get peace. And I have achieved that. If you can understand this, if you want to read your inner book, then you may also do this. I never like to argue with the people. That is why, first of all, we need to develop real humility in in our within. And then we should express our humility through our behavior. Truly speaking, when we have developed real humility within ourselves, then we do not need to act like the humble ones, because whatever we have within us, that will be expressed through our behavior. And then a disciple asks, For some satsangis who are attracted to the Santmat path through the intellect at first and less through the heart, I wonder if you could say a few words about how to develop inner love for Master, for Shabd, and for the Lord himself. And Sanchi replies, When they have received initiation into Nam, they should meditate. Because Kabir Saab says, That love is not sold in the market nor is it produced in the field. Whether one is a king or one is poor, he can have this love only after sacrificing his own self. And another person says, my question has something to do with that. I'm having a hard time maintaining the proper attitude during meditation because I'm fighting so hard with the mind that the sweetness isn't there. And Sanchi says, Dear ones, if we are struggling with our mind, and if we are working very hard in order to fight our mind, there is no question of not succeeding, because we are not all alone in this battle with the mind. We have the hand of Satguru on our back. We have the hand of Satguru on our back. So that is why if we continue this battle with the mind, definitely one day we are going to win and we are going to enjoy the grace of Satguru. The problem is that we do not continue our struggle with the mind. We do not do it continuously. We do it for a few days and then we become lazy 
and we do not fight the mind with the same force as we did earlier. So mind has the upper hand, and he always wins. Mind is our obstinate enemy, and he won't surrender to us easily. As he is obstinate, we also need to become just as strong in front of him if we want to win. Mind is our obstinate enemy, and he won't surrender to us easily. As he is obstinate, we also need to become just as strong in front of him if we want to win. You should never understand that you are alone in this battle. You don't know how much Satguru is helping you in this battle. If you will turn your face toward him for help, he has a lot of help which he is showering on you. But since we are not very receptive to his help, we do not realize it. Just come behind the eyes for a short time, and then you will see how the Satguru is helping you. Guru Nanak Sab said that it is just like the fight of one man against five. If you will come if you will come behind the eyes, then you will see how you are fighting with these five evils of lust, anger, greed, attachment, and egoism. And with you is your Satguru. Satguru puts his hand on your back and he says, Okay, come on, fight with them. And with the power of Satguru, if you will come behind the eyes where these five evils are fighting with that soul, you will see how Master is helping you. And with the help of Master, you will easily defeat them. There is no doubt in the fact that Master helps the disciples outwardly also. The only difference is that we cannot see him physically working for us and helping us because he is doing all these things behind the curtain. Still, many dear ones feel his help outwardly, and they become grateful to him. But since they have not seen him physically working for them, that is why they remain grateful to him for only a few days, and then they forget about the help of the Master. But I'm telling you this thing, and this is true, that if you will go within and see the help which the Master is giving to you internally, then there is no question of losing faith in him. Because once we have seen with our own eyes how Master is working for us, then there is no question of losing faith in him. But because we do not see him physically working for us outwardly, that is why we do not have as much faith in him as we should have. And a disciple says, Master said that we should try to get behind our eyes but I believe we are trying to do that all the time. Would Master give us some guidelines how to improve our efforts to succeed better than we do? And Sanchi says, Whatever I am telling you daily, that is all to bring you behind the eyes. And you should not think that everyone is only, that everyone is only trying to get there. There are many dear ones who come to me in the interviews and tell me how they have come to the eye center and how they are progressing above also. Not everybody is trying. Many people have attained that position and they are going within and they are progressing a lot. In this last reading is a meditation talk from a program in Rajasthan 
uh, in September of 1985. And Sanji says, God puts only those souls upon whom he showers his limitless grace on the path of devotion. This is a very precious wealth. All the pleasures, all the name and fame and worldly wealth, all the worldly things are connected to our body. When our body will not remain forever, how do we expect that the wealth and things which we are collecting in this world will go with us? When we leave, only the precious wealth of the devotion of the Lord will go with us. All the other wealth and things of this world will remain here. But the wealth of Nam, or the wealth of the devotion of God, will accompany us after we leave this world. Guru Nanak said that it doesn't matter if a person belongs to a very high caste. It doesn't matter if a person belongs to a very prosperous country. It doesn't matter if he is very wealthy and well-known and has acquired a lot of name and fame. But if he does not love God, he is like a dead person while living. Nanak says, Understand one who does not know God as a dead one, even if he is very intelligent, very wealthy, and born in a high caste. Kabir Saab says, Even if a meditator of Nam is a leper whom nobody wants to sit near, and even if dirt is coming out of the body of that person, if he is a meditator of Nam, if he has the wealth of the devotion of Nam, he is much better than the people who have a very good and healthy body. Kabir said that the meditator of Nam, even if he is a leper, is much better than the healthy people because he remembers God at every single moment. Saints do not have any worldly mission when they come into this world. They do not come to form any new religions, nor do they come to break the old religions. Their only purpose in coming into this world is to make us understand the value of Nam and to teach us how to do the devotion of Nam. They tell us how important it is for us to get the Nam initiation and afterwards how we have to meditate on Nam. They also tell us which obstacles may come in our way when we start doing the devotion of Nam and how we have to avoid them. Kabir Saab said that if Lord Indra, the god of rain, becomes pleased and he showers rain even for one moment, it can give us much more water than we can get from a well, even if we go on drawing water for 12 years. In the same way, Kabir Saab says that by meditating in our home, we get the benefit, but the benefit which, which we get by sitting in the company of the Master is much more than the benefit which we get by sitting in our home and meditating on Simran for 50 years. God has showered a lot of grace on us, and he has given us this opportunity to sit in his remembrance. So we should take advantage of this time, and we should remove all other thoughts, and withdrawing from all the worldly thoughts, we have to sit here remembering only him. And the tape we're going to hear is a satsang that was given in Mar in Rajasthan. Uh, no, this was at the uh, SKA retreat in Delhi in March of 1995. <laughs> 
ਜਿਸਨੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਆਪਦੀ ਯਾਦ ਵਿੱਚ ਬੈਠਣ ਦਾ ਮੌਕਾ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਯਸ਼ ਕਰਨ ਦਾ ਮੌਕਾ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਫਸਟ ਆਫ ਆਲ ਥੈਂਕਸ ਟੂ ਗੋਡ ਅਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਸਾਊਂਡ ਐਂਡ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਹੂ ਹੈਵ ਗਿਵਨ ਅਸ ਦਿਸ ਅਪਰਚੂਨਿਟੀ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਦੈਟ ਰਿਵੋਲਸ਼ਨ ਐਂਡ ਸਿਟ ਇਨ ਦੈ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰੈਂਸ ਪ੍ਰਿਮੇਰ ਕੇ ਤੋਂ ਮੈਂ ਆਕਿਰਾ ਰੈਸਰ ਆ ਨਸਟਰੋ ਸਮਾਦੋਸ ਸੈਨੋਰਸ ਤੋਂ ਪੋਦਰੋਸੋ ਸਾਵਨ ਇ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ quienes nos han dado esta oportunidad de estar sentados aquí para hacer su devoción y para hacer y mantener su remembranza. Sabto badi chite hundiye chota ban vaste. Ke har bimari di dawai naam hai. Jad assi santan de charna vich janne hai. Oh sanu. Sabto pehla ta ਸਤਸੰਗ ਦੇ ਜਰੀਏ ਸਾਡੀਆਂ ਕਮੀਆਂ ਗਲਤੀਆਂ ਕਮਜ਼ੋਰੀਆਂ ਦੱਸਦੇ the most important thing in order to become as small as a child is to realize that naam is the medicine for all the uh, sickness lo más importante que de todo para convertirse en alguien tan pequeño como un niño es darnos cuenta o llegar a la realización de que el nam es la medicina para todas las enfermedades. When we go to the masters through their satsangs, they make us realize our shortcomings and faults. Cuando vamos a los satsangs, los maestros nos hacen caer en cuenta de nuestras fallas y nuestras faltas. Mahatma Sanuye Vidas deja que jeevan jeda hai, ushin pangar hai. ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦਾ ਕੋਈ ਸਮਾਨ ਨਾ ਪੁੱਤਰ ਨਾ ਧੀ ਨਾ ਮਾਤਾ ਨਾ ਪਿਤਾ ਨਾ ਕੋਈ ਇਲਮ ਨਾ ਕੋਈ ਹੁਨਰ ਨਾ ਕੋਈ ਹਕੂਮਤ ਨਾ ਹੁਕਮ ਸਾਡੇ ਸਾਥ ਨਹੀਂ ਜਾਣਾਗਾ ਅਸੀਂ ਮੁੱਠੀ ਨੀਚ ਕੇ ਜਨਮ ਲੈਨੇ ਆ ਹੱਥ ਪਸਾਰ ਕੇ ਚਲੇ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਆ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਜੀ ਮਨ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹਨ ਕਿ ਦਿਸ ਲਾਈਫ ਇਜ਼ ਨਾਟ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਟੂ ਬੀ ਹੀਅਰ ਫੋਰਐਵਰ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਵੈਰੀ ਸ਼ਾਰਟ ਲੋਕ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਇਨਕਲੂਸਿਵੇ ਨੋ ਵਿਸਨ ਕਿ ਇਸ ਤਾ ਵੀਦਾ ਨੋ ਵਾ ਪਰਮਾਨੈਂਟ ਪਰ ਸਿੰਪਲੀ ਸਿਨੋ ਕਿ ਇਜ਼ ਮਲ ਬੀਨ ਕੋਰਤਾ ਐਂਡ ਨਥਿੰਗ ਆਫ ਦਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ ਨੀਦਰ ਦ ਮਦਰ ਨੋ ਦ ਫਾਦਰ ਨੋਟ ਇਵਨ ਦ ਸਨ ਆਫ ਦ ਡਾਟਰ ਨੋ ਪਾਵਰ ਨੋ ਵੈਲਥ ਨੋ ਨੋਲੇਜ ਨੋ ਸਕਿਲ ਆਫ ਦਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ ਵਿਲ ਗੋ ਵਿਦ ਹਰ y nada en absoluto ni la madre ni el padre ni los hermanos ni tampoco la riqueza la sabiduría eh, nada de este mundo se irá con nosotros we are born with the closed fist but when we leave this world we go out with stretched fist nacemos nacemos eh, con los puños cerrados pero cuando eh, nos vamos de este, de este sitio nos vamos con las manos abiertas dunia da teas ਮਹਾਨ ਸ਼ਿਕੰਦਰ ਦਾ ਇਤਿਹਾਸ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਉਹ ਵਿਜੇਤਾ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਸੰਸਾਰ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਨਿਕਲਿਆ ਜਦ ਉਸ ਦੀ ਮੌਤ ਆਈ ਉਹਦੀ ਮਾਤਾ ਸ਼ਮਸ਼ਾਨ ਭੂਮੀ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਰੋਣ ਲੱਗੀ ਕਿ ਪਿਆਰੇ ਪੁੱਤਰ ਤੂੰ ਅੱਜ ਵੀਰਾਨ ਕਰ ਚੱਲਿਆ ਹੈ ਤੇਰੇ ਜੈਸਾ ਤਾਂ ਸ਼ਿਕੰਦਰ ਕੋਈ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਵਿੱਚ ਨਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਨਾ ਹੋਣਾ ਹੈ ਉੱਥੇ ਇਹ ਦੱਸਿਆ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਕਬਰਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਆਕਾਸ਼ਬਾਣੀ ਹੋਈ ਕਿ ਤੂੰ ਅਣਜਾਣ ਹੈ ਤੂੰ ਪੋਲੀ ਹੈ ਇੱਥੇ ਤਾਂ ਲੱਖਾਂ ਸ਼ਿਕੰਦਰ ਵਰਗੇ ਕਬਰਾਂ ਵਿੱਚ ਆ ਗਏ ਹੈ ਤੂੰ ਦੱਸ ਕਿਹੜੇ ਸ਼ਿਕੰਦਰ ਨੂੰ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਮਾਰਦੀ ਹੈ The history of the world tells us especially the history of Alexander the Great that he became the winner of this world but when he died his mother went to the graveyard and started mourning over the grave of alexander saying that you were the mighty warrior 
and there won't be anyone like you. La historia del mundo nos cuenta y sobre todo la historia eh, de Alejandro el Grande. Él fue un eh, gran emperador. Él conquistó muchos sitios. Él era básicamente el dueño del mundo. Pero después de que él murió, eh, su madre fue a su tumba y ella se lamentaba y decía: nadie, no habrá ninguna otra persona como tú, eh, como tú solo hubo uno. She said that neither anyone was born like you, and nor there would be anyone like you in the future. Ella decía: nadie como tú ha nacido, ni tampoco en el futuro nacerá alguien como tú. It is said that at that time, <coughs> from the graveyard, this voice came. Se dice que en ese momento del cementerio surgió una voz. Which said that many Alexanders have come in this world and they have left. La voz decía muchos Alejandros han venido a este mundo y se han ido. Which Alexander you are mourning for? Eh, ¿A cuál, por quién, por cuál Alejandro te estás lamentando tú? Cuando Santo Mahatma se sangre de Jirvesan, dunia de Islia se das de ella, cuando ਸਾਡਾ ਦਿਲ ਸੁਣ ਸੁਣ ਕੇ ਨਰਮ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਤਿਆਰ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਫਿਰ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਅਸਲੀਅਤ ਦੇਖਣ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਾਣ ਦਾ ਸਾਧਨ ਔਰ ਤਰੀਕਾ ਦੱਸਦੇ ਹੈ when through the satsangs masters tell us the reality of this life and after hearing the talks the words of the masters when our heart becomes then they prepare us to go within and see the reality inside cuando los maestros en su satsang nos hablan acerca de la realidad y después de escuchar sus palabras, cuando nuestro corazón se vuelve blando, entonces ellos nos pueden preparar para el viaje interno y para llevarnos a mostrarnos la realidad. Koi Mahatma sanu. Ando vishwas de vaste ni onde ge. Mahatma ta din raat es koshish es koshish de vich lagge hunde hai ke mere bacche mere baithe hai te shabad di taar nu pragat karan andar ja ke sachai nu khud dekh no mahatma ever comes to give us a blind faith ningun mahatma viene jamás para darnos la fe ciega all the perfect masters wish and they make effort so that their disciples their children may go within while the master is still in the body and after going within they may manifest the stream of the shabad within and see the reality with their own eyes todos los maestros perfectos eh, todos ellos desean que sus discípulos logren la perfección cuando el maestro está aún en el cuerpo ellos desean que los discípulos encuentren y se sumerjan en esta corriente del shabad y que ellos eh, también se perfeccionen Swami ji ne kya si chhota rahe chit se antar shabd mahe tab surat gayi assi bahar kyon baithe hain ਸਾਡੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਹਉਮੈ ਹੈ ਹੰਕਾਰ ਹੈ ਹਉਮੈ ਹੰਕਾਰ ਕਿਹੜਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਮੇਰੀ ਇਤਨੀ ਜਾਇਦਾਦ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਪੜਿਆ ਲਿਖਿਆ ਹੈ ਮੇਰਾ ਇਨਾ ਤੇ ਹਕੂਮਤ ਚੱਲਦੀ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਸ਼ਾਇਦ ਮਰਨ ਵਾਲੇ ਤਾਂ ਹੋਰ ਹੀ ਸਨ ਮੈਂ ਅਮਰ ਹੋਊਂਗਾ ਸ਼ਾਇਦ ਇਹ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਨਾਲ ਸਾਡੇ ਬਜ਼ੁਰਗ ਇਤਨਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਰਦੇ ਸੀ ਜਾਇਦਾਦਾਂ ਨਾਲ ਜਾਂ ਪੁੱਤਰਾਂ ਧੀਆਂ ਨਾਲ ਉਹ ਅਣਜਾਣ ਸਨ ਭੋਲੇ ਸਨ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਛੱਡ ਗਏ ਹੈ ਸ਼ਾਇਦ ਅਸੀਂ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਸਾਥ ਲੈ ਜਾਵਾਂਗੇ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਜਿੰਨਾ ਚਿਕਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਛੋਟੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਮਨ ਨੂੰ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੱਢ ਦੇਗੇ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਚਿਕਰ ਇਤਨਾ ਸਮਾਨ ਸਾਡੇ ਸਾਥ ਨਹੀਂ ਜਾਂਦਾਗਾ ਔਰ ਉਹ ਰਸਤਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਸਭ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਨੇ ਬਿਆਨ ਕੀਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਬੜਾ ਛੋਟਾ ਹੈ ਬਰੀਕ ਹੈ ਵਾਲ ਤੋਂ ਵੀ ਦਸਵੇਂ ਹਿੱਸੇ ਦਾ ਹੈ ਤੋਂ ਮਨ ਹਾਥੀ ਬਣਿਆ ਖੜਾ ਹੈ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਜਾਵੇ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਹੈ ਸੈਡ ਦੈਟ ਆਵਰ ਟੂਰਸ ਆਰ ਆਵਰ ਸੋਲ ਗੋਜ਼ ਇਨਟੂ ਦ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਓਨਲੀ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਬਿਕਮ ਸਮਾਲ ਇਨ ਆਵ
Swamiji Maharaj ha dicho que nuestro surat o nuestra alma se puede unir al Shabbat únicamente cuando uno se vuelve pequeño por dentro. Why are we not going within and why we are always outside? ¿Por qué no vamos internamente y por qué siempre permanecemos por fuera? It is because of our egoism. Esto se debe a nuestro What orgullo. What is the egoism? ¿Qué es el orgullo? All what we say that I have this or I have that, I have so much property, I have so much of wealth, I am the only learned one. All these thoughts which tells that we are something or I am something, all this is egoism. ¿Qué es el orgullo? El orgullo son todos aquellos pensamientos que tenemos, esos pensamientos que dicen eh, yo soy esto, yo soy una persona letrada, yo tengo mucho dinero, yo soy esto, yo soy aquello. Todos, eh, todos esos pensamientos que dicen que nosotros somos algo es orgullo. We say that we are not the ones who are going to die. They were some other people. They were the other ones who are going to die, but we are not going to die. Decimos nosotros no vamos a morir. Los otros, eh, las otras personas sí morirán, pero nosotros no. We don't realize that all the wealth and property which our fathers and forefathers used to possess, they did not take it with them. But we think that we will be able to take all those things with us. So that is why we are so much attached to those things and we always go on counting how much we have. Nosotros no nos damos cuenta cómo eh, nuestros padres y nuestros abuelos tuvieron eh, tanta riqueza y tantas propiedades. No nos damos cuenta que ellos no se las pudieron llevar, pero nosotros sí pensamos que estas cosas irán con nosotros. So all this is egoism and unless we take out our mind, unless we withdraw our mind from all these things, we cannot go within. De manera que todo esto es orgullo y a menos que desapeguemos nuestra mente de todas estas cosas externas, no podremos ir hacia adentro. Because all the masters have said that the inner part is very small, it is much smaller than the size of the hair. Todos los maestros han dicho que el sendero interno es muy pequeño, muy angosto, es más angosto inclusive que un, que un cabello. And we cannot walk on that path carrying all these things which we go on counting that we have this or that. Y no podemos eh, caminar por ese, eh, por ese camino eh, cargando todas estas cosas que decimos que nos pertenecen. In order to go within we need to become very small, but because of all these things which we count as our very own, our mind has become as big as elephant and that is why we cannot go inside. Pero debido a este orgullo que sentimos y a, a este sentido del yo de que estas cosas nos pertenecen, por eso no somos capaces de ir internamente. Nuestra mente se ha vuelto tan grande como un elefante y por eso es muy difícil caminar por este sendero y es muy difícil para nosotros ir hacia adentro. हिटलर की ये सोचता सी भी मैं अपना भी मुल्क गुलाम बना दूंगा या मैं हार भी जाऊंगा अहंकार और जिथे कहता पीनी है उन्न ऐसे आदमियों की परमात्मा बूहा खोल सकता है ड्यूरिंग द सैकेंड वर्ल्ड वॉर आई गॉट अपॉर्चुनिटीज टू गो टू मैनी यूरोपियन कंट्रीज 
Durante la Segunda Guerra Mundial tuve la oportunidad de viajar por muchos países europeos. London, as you see now, was not like that during the war. El Londres que como lo ven ahora no era así durante la guerra. It was ruined by all the bombardments and in the same way Paris also is not was not as you see Paris now. Eh, a Londres eh, le habían caído muchísimas bombas y estaba eh, casi totalmente destruido. París, eh, a París le sucedió exactamente lo mismo, así como es ahora, eh, no se veía así durante la guerra. Fui a Italia, a Java y a muchos otros sitios durante la guerra. Vi cuántas personas habían muerto y también me di cuenta cómo Hitler estaba lleno de orgullo y cómo él estaba matando a personas por todas partes. Do you think that at that time Hitler would have ever thought that he will even make his own country slave of the other countries? Piensan ustedes eh, acaso que Hitler en ese momento hubiera pensado que él iba a convertir en su país en esclavo de otros países? Because he was so determined to win over the whole world that Whenever he would determine, whenever he would decide to have a cup of tea at a certain place, he would advance to that place and he would fulfill his desire of having tea over there. Él tenía tanto deseo de conquistar al mundo. Él estaba tan lleno de orgullo que, por ejemplo, si él decidía tomarse una taza de té en algún sitio, él mandaba a sus tropas allá, hacían los arreglos y él iba y cumplía allí su deseo. What was all that? It was nothing but the egoism. ¿Qué era todo eso? No era nada sino orgullo. And do you think that God would open his door to such people who are so much full of egoism? ¿Y piensan ustedes que Dios le, abra, le abrirá su puerta a esas personas que están tan llenas de orgullo? ਪਿਆਰਿਓ <coughs> During that war, I got a lot of experience. Durante esa guerra obtuve mucha experiencia. I got the opportunity of coming across many great generals, colonels. Tuve la oportunidad de encontrarme con muchos eh, generales y coroneles muy grandiosos. There were many British, many Muslims, many Sikhs, and many great officials. Había muchos oficiales eh, ingleses, eh, Sikhs, también de otro de otras nacionalidades y personajes muy grandes. Who used to control a great number of soldiers. Ellos tenían bajo su control un gran número de soldados. I saw that all of them they were killed by the bombs and I got the opportunity to do their final rites, do their cremation or take care of their funeral. Yo vi cómo a todos ellos todos ellos murieron a causa de las bombas. Yo a mí se me presentó la oportunidad de hacer los ritos finales de estas personas. Do tin de no hue, Gurmel mere se ko baat kar raha si ga. Main isnu kya ke main bada khush apni zindagi de vich maut de matalak dekhya hai. Khud jis morche ch main baitha si ga. Mere saathi mar gaye. Lekin ki odo jo saathi ਜਿਹੜਾ ਜਾਵੇ ਕਿ ਬੰਦੇ ਦਿਲ ਤੇ ਅਸਰ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦਾਗਾ ਫਿਰ ਮੈਂ ਦੱਸਿਆ ਕਿ ਗੋਲੀ ਆਈ ਮੇਰੀ ਸੈੱਟ ਛੋਟੀ ਸੈੱਟ ਮੇਰੇ ਮੋੜਿਆਂ ਤੇ ਸੀ 
ਉਹਦੇ ਵੀ ਦੀ ਗੋਲੀ ਲੰਘ ਗਈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਸਾਡਾ ਮਲਾਪ ਨਹੀਂ ਟੁੱਟਿਆ ਫਿਰ ਮੈਂ ਦੱਸਿਆ ਕਿ ਤਿੰਨ ਆਦਮੀ ਅਸੀਂ ਖੜੇ ਹੋਏ ਸੀਗੇ ਸਾਰਿਆਂ ਤੋਂ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਇੱਕ ਮੈਂ ਤੋਂ ਪਿੱਛੇ ਸੀਗਾ ਮੈਂ ਵੀ ਕਿਵੇਂ ਸੀ ਇੱਕ ਅੱਗੇ ਸੀਗਾ ਪਿਛਲੇ ਦੇ ਲੱਤਾਂ ਦੇ ਦੀ ਗੋਲੀ ਲੰਘੀ ਮੇਰੇ ਇਥੋਂ ਕਛਰੀ ਦੀ ਲੰਘੀ ਨਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਚੋਟ ਆਈ ਨਾ ਉਹਦੇ ਆਈ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਤੀਸਰਾ ਆਦਮੀ ਸੀ ਉਹਦੇ ਇੱਥੇ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਲੱਗੀ ਉਸਨੇ ਪਾਣੀ ਤੱਕ ਨਹੀਂ ਮੰਗਿਆ ਹੁਣ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਕਿ ਜਦੋਂ ਇਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਬੰਦਾ ਦੇਖਦਾ ਹੈ ਅਗਰ ਉਹ ਅਨਸਾਨੀ ਦਿਲ ਰੱਖਦਾ ਹੈ ਤਾਂ ਕੀ ਉਹਦੇ ਦਿਲ ਤੇ ਛੋਟਾ ਹੋਣ ਦਾ ਅਸਰ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਏਗਾ ਮੈਂ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹਾਂ ਕਿ ਸ਼ਾਇਦ ਜਿੰਨਾ ਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਆਪਦੀ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ 'ਚ ਉਹ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਨਜ਼ਾਰਾ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਹੈ ਮੌਤ ਦਾ ਮੈਂ ਉਹ ਭੁੱਲ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਕਿਆ ਇਸੇ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਇਹ ਵੀ ਇੱਕ ਮੇਰੀ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਤੇ ਹਿੱਸਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਛੋਟਾ ਹੋਣ ਦਾ ਕਪਲ ਦੇ ਜਦੋਂ ਵੈਨ ਆਈ ਵਾਸ ਟਾਕਿੰਗ ਟੂ ਗੁਰਮੇਲ ਆਈ ਟੋਲ ਹਿਮ ਥੈਟ ਆਈ ਹੈਵ ਗੋਟ ਮੈਨੀ ਓਪਰਚੁਨਿਟੀਜ਼ ਇਨ ਮਾਈ ਲਾਈਫ ਟੂ ਵਿਟਨੈਸ ਦ ਡੈਥ ਅਸੇ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਸਾਂਤੋ ਵੀ ਅਸ ਕੋਂ ਦੋਬਲਾਵਾ ਕੋਂ ਗੁਰਮੇਲ ਜੋ ਨੇ ਵੀ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਇਹ ਤਨੀ ਦੁਰੰਤ ਮੀ ਵੀ ਦਾ ਇਹ ਤਨੀ ਦੋ ਪਾਰੀਆਸ ਓਪਰਚੁਨਿਟੀਜ਼ ਪਰਾ ਵੇਰ ਲਾ ਮੁਰਤੇ ਇਨ ਦੀ ਆਰਮੀ ਡਿਊਰਿੰਗ ਦ ਵਾਰ ਆਈ ਵਾਸ ਕੈਰੀਂਗ ਦ ਵਾਇਰਲੈਸ ਸੈਟ ਐਂਡ ਅ ਬੁਲੇਟ ਕੇਮ ਇਟ ਵੈਂਟ ਵੈਂਟ ਥਰੂ ਮਾਈ ਵਾਇਰਲੈਸ ਸੈਟ ਇਨ ਦੁਰੰਤ ਲਾ ਗੇਰਾ ਜੋ ਇਵਾ ਕੋਂ ਉਨ ਮਸਾ ਜੇ ਰਾਡੀਓ ਪਰ ਦਾ ਕਮਿਊਨੀਕੇਸ਼ਨ ਇ ਅਸਰਤੋ ਆ ਪਸਾਰ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਵਾਲਾ ਇ ਲੇਵੀਓ ਆ ਇਨਸਟਰੂਮੈਂਟੋ ਕੇ ਜੋ ਜਵਾਵਾ ਇਵਨ ਦੋ ਇਟ ਵੈਂਟ ਥਰੂ ਦੀ ਸੈਟ ਬਟ ਸਟਿਲ ਆਵਰ ਕਮਿਊਨੀਕੇਸ਼ਨ ਡਿਡ ਨਾਟ ਬ੍ਰੇਕ ਆਂ ਕੁਆਂਦੋ ਅਤਰਾਵੇਸੋ ਇਲ ਇਲ ਇਨਸਟਰੂਮੈਂਟੋ ਕੇ ਜੋ ਸਾਵਾ ਸਿਨ ਐਮਬਾਰਗੋ ਨੋਸਟਰਾ ਕਮਿਊਨੀਕੇਸ਼ਨ ਇ ਪਰਮਾਨੈਂਸੀਓ ਇ ਪਰਮਾਨੈਂਸੀਓ ਆਜੀ ਆਈ ਸਾ ਮਾਈ ਓਨ ਫਰੈਂਡਸ ਡਿਪਾਰਟਿੰਗ ਆਈ ਸੋ ਮਾਈ ਓਨ ਫਰੈਂਡਸ ਡਾਈਂਗ ਇਨ ਥੈਟ ਵਾਰ ਜੋ ਵੀ ਕਮੋ ਮਿਸ ਪ੍ਰੋਪੀਓਸ ਅਮੀਗੋਸ ਐਸੇ ਫੋਰਮ ਕਮੋ ਐਜੋਸ ਮੁਰੀਰੋਂ ਦੁਰੰਤੇ ਲਾ ਗੇਰਾ ਵੋਂਟ ਯੂ ਫੀਲ ਸੈਡ ਐਂਡ ਡਿਪਰੈਸਡ ਆਰ ਯੂ ਸਕੇਅਰਡ when you see your own friends dying in front of you no se sentiría uno triste o deprimido cuando ve que sus amigos mueren frente ahí al frente de los ojos de uno once you were three people and the bullet came and it went through the legs of one person and it went through my arm and it went and hit the back of the head of the third person he, and he died there instantly en una ocasión eh, nos dispararon y la bala le atravesó a la pierna del señor que iba frente a mí luego eh, atravesó su pierna atravesó mi brazo y le dio en la parte de atrás de la cabeza al tercer hombre que estaba a la persona que estaba detrás de mí y él murió so if you have a human heart and if you witness that this is how the death comes this is what happens then we do not get the encouragement the inspiration to become small and humble de manera que si tenemos esta si vemos estas cosas con nuestros propios ojos si tenemos un corazón humano no sentiremos eh, que tenemos que ser pequeños the experiences which i had in the army when i was there was like a source for me was an inspiration for me to become small and humble las experiencias que tuve durante mi eh, servicio en el ejército fueron eh, una forma de de animarme o de darme aliento para ser pequeño. Papuda Makan, Delhi, Sara ne dekha hai. Jade Makan ban raha siga Sheikh Hiralal Keval Bauji aur Papu Kalwant is sare mainu makan di majbooti bare dass rahe sige. ਲੇਕਿਨ ਮੈਂ ਜਦੋਂ ਉੱਪਰ ਗਿਆ ਅਚਾਨਕ ਹੀ ਮੇਰੇ ਮੂੰਹ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਉਹ ਲਫ਼ਜ਼ ਮੇਰੇ ਅਜੇ ਵੀ ਜ਼ਬਾਨ ਤੇ ਕੁਕਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਇਹ ਦਰਮਹਿਲ ਅਮਾਰਤਾਂ ਸ਼ੁਰੂ ਹੋਈਆਂ ਉਹ ਦਰਿਕਿੰਦਰੀ ਕਬ
ਲੇਕਿਨ ਇਸ ਉਚਾਰੇ ਨੂੰ ਕੋਈ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਮਝਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਕਿ ਕੀ ਹੋ ਰਿਹਾ ਹੈ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਉਹ ਮਕਾਨ ਹੀਰਾ ਲਾਲ ਨੇ ਬਣਾਇਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਬੈਠ ਕੇ ਸੁਖ ਨਹੀਂ ਮਾਣ ਸਕਿਆ ਨਾ ਉਸ ਮਕਾਨ ਨੂੰ ਲਜਾਈ ਸਕਿਆ ਹੈ ਆਲ ਆਫ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਸੀਨ ਪਪੂਸ ਹਾਊਸ ਇਨ ਦਿੱਲੀ ਐਂਡ ਵੈਨ ਦੈਟ ਹਾਊਸ ਵਾਸ ਬੀਇੰਗ ਬਿਲਟ ਪਪੂਸ ਫਾਦਰ ਹੀਰਾ ਲਾਲ ਐਂਡ ਹਿਸ ਫਰੈਂਡ ਕੇਵਲ ਐਂਡ ਕੁਲਵੰਤ ਦੇ ਬ੍ਰਦਰ they all were telling me about how strong that house is going to be and they were telling me about the house and they took me to see that house todos ustedes han visto en la casa de papu cuando estaban construyendo esa casa el papá de papu hiralal y su amigo keval también colwant el hermano eh, todos me estaban hablando acerca de cómo era de fuerte esa casa y cómo era de buena la casa y e inclusive me llevaron a verla when i went upstairs at once this these words came out from my heart which when, meant that here the buildings are made but over there the grave is calling you de inmediato cuando yo fui allá eh, y cuando subía esas palabras surgieron de mi corazón que decían eh, los edificios son erigidos acá pero allá la tumba nos está llamando no one understood that nadie comprendió mis palabras it was papu's father who wanted to build that house but even before the house was completed he died el padre el padre de papu era quien deseaba construir esa casa pero inclusive antes de que fuera terminada él él murió he could not spend any time in the house he could not enjoy the house which he was building él no pudo pasar tiempo en esa casa ni pudo tampoco disfrutar de la casa que estaban construyendo pero me bachpane di abri katna dasda hunda hai ki main khel reya siga dimag chai ਕਿ ਬੰਦਾ ਕਿਉਂ ਮਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਮਰ ਕੇ ਕਿੱਥੇ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਇਹ ਦੀ ਕੋਈ ਮਦਦ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਕੋਈ ਭੈਣ ਭਰਾਵਾਂ ਚੋਂ ਮਾਤਾ ਪਿਤਾ ਚੋਂ ਕੋਈ ਮਦਦ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਇਸੇ ਚੀਜ਼ਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਮੈਂ ਸੋਚ ਕੇ ਕਾਫੀ ਛੋਟੀ ਉਮਰ ਸੀ ਤੋਂ ਮੈਂ ਢੇਰੀਆਂ ਬਣਾਉਣ ਲੱਗ ਪਿਆ ਜਿੰਨੇ ਸਾਡੇ ਪਰਿਵਾਰ ਦੇ ਸਦੱਸੇ ਸੀ 10-12 ਉਤਨੀਆਂ ਢੇਰੀਆਂ ਬਣਾਈਆਂ ਹਰ ਇੱਕ ਤੇ ਮੈਂ ਆਪਣੇ ਅੰਦਰੋਂ ਸਵਾਲ ਕੀਤਾ ਪਿਤਾ ਮੇਰਾ ਦੇਖ ਰਿਹਾ ਸੀ ਮੰਜੇ ਤੇ ਚਾਰ ਪਾਈ ਤੇ ਬੈਠਾ ਕਿ ਇਹ ਕੀ ਖੇਲ ਕਰ ਰਿਹਾ ਹੈ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਉਹ ਢੇਰੀ ਤੇ ਸਵਾਲ ਕਰਕੇ ਫੇਰ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਤੋਹਫਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਇੱਕ ਢੇਰੀ ਰਹੇਗੀ ਬਾਕੀ ਨਾ ਕਿਸੇ ਭੈਣ ਭਰਾ ਨੇ ਅੰਦਰੋਂ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਦਿੱਤੀ ਵੀ ਮੈਂ ਤੇਰੀ ਮਦਦ ਕਰੂਗਾ ਜਾਂ ਤੇਰੇ ਨਾਲ ਜਾਊਂਗਾ ਜਾਂ ਇਹ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਮੌਤ ਔਰ ਪਦੈਸ਼ ਦਾ ਮਸਲਾ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਹੱਲ ਹੋ ਤੇਰਾ ਮੈਂ ਕਰਾ ਦੂੰਗਾ ਜਦੋਂ ਇੱਕ ਢੇਰੀ ਰਹੇਗੀ ਉਸ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਮੈਂ ਨਿਮਸ਼ਕਾਰ ਕੀਤੀ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਜਾਣਦਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਤੂੰ ਗਾਇਬ ਹੈ ਲੁਕੀ ਹੋਈ ਕੋਈ ਤਾਕਤ ਹੈ ਤੂੰ ਹੀ ਮੇਰੀ ਇੱਕ ਰਾਖੀ ਕਰਨ ਵਾਲਾ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਉਸ ਢੇਰੀ ਤੇ ਨਿਮਸ਼ਕਾਰ ਕੀਤੀ ਪਿਤਾ ਜੀ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਇਹ ਤੂੰ ਕੀ ਖੇਲ ਕਰਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਈ ਦਫਾ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਵੀ ਬੱਚੇ ਨੂੰ ਦੇਖ ਕੇ ਕੋਈ ਐਸੀ ਖੇਲ ਕਰਨੀ ਅਚਾਰਜ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੋ ਨਹੀਂ ਤਾਂ ਆਮ ਤੌਰ ਤੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਕਦੋਂ ਨਿਗਾ ਮਾਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਕਿ ਬੱਚਾ ਕੀ ਖੇਲ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਪੁੱਛਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਮੈਂ ਕਿਹਾ ਇਹ ਤੁਹਾਡੀਆਂ ਸਭ ਦੀਆਂ ਢੇਰੀਆਂ ਬਣਾਈਆਂ ਸੀ ਮੈਂ ਇੱਕ ਇੱਕ ਤੇ ਸਵਾਲ ਕੀਤਾ ਕਿ ਇਹ ਮੌਤ ਪਦੈਸ਼ ਦਾ ਜੋ ਮਸਲਾ ਹੈ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਕਿਵੇਂ ਹੱਲ ਕੀਤਾ ਜਾਏਗਾ ਕਿ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਮੇਰੀ ਕੋਈ ਮਦਦ ਕਰੇਗਾ ਕਿ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਕਰੋਗੇ ਤੋਂ ਇੱਕ ਢੇਰੀ ਹੈ ਜਿਹਦੇ ਮਤਲਬ ਮੈਂ ਨੂੰ ਗਿਆਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਮੈਂ ਉਹ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਨਹੀਂ ਉਹ ਉਸ ਤੇ ਇੱਕ ਆਸਰਾ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਸਭ ਢੇਰੀਆਂ ਟਾਤੀਆਂ ਇੱਕ ਢੇਰੀ ਦਾ ਆਸਰਾ ਹੈ ਤੋਂ ਪਿਤਾ ਜੀ ਬੜੇ ਅਚਰਜ ਹੋਏ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਮੈਂ ਤੇਰੇ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਘਰ ਪਾਇਆ ਸੋਨਾ ਕਿੰਨੀ ਜਾਇਦਾਦ ਤੇਰੇ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਬਣਾਈ ਹੈ ਤੋਂ ਮੈਂ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਜਦੋਂ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਇਹ ਲਫਜ਼ ਕਿਹਾ ਤੋਂ ਮੈਂ ਮੂੰਹ ਦੇ 
ਕਿ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦੀ ਜਾਇਦਾਦ ਤਾਂ ਇਹ ਜੀ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਦੁਵਾਦੇ ਦੀ ਕੋਈ ਵੈਲਿਊ ਨਹੀਂ ਤੇ ਉਹ ਅੱਖਾਂ ਭਰਿਆ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਤੂੰ ਐਸੇ ਗੰਗਲਾਂ ਕਿਉਂ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕੀ ਵਜ੍ਹਾ ਹੈ ਸੋ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਇਹ ਇੱਕ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਮੈਂ ਆਪਣੀ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਦੀ ਘਟਨਾ ਵੀ ਕਈ ਵਾਰੀ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਵੀ ਸੁਣਾਈ ਹੈ ਅਖੀਰ ਇਹ ਸਵਾਲ ਨਾਲ ਖਾਸ ਇਹ ਤਲਕ ਰੱਖਦਾ ਹੈ ਬੇਸ਼ੱਕ ਇਹ ਬਾਹਰ ਦੀਆਂ ਮਸਾਲਾ ਹਨ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਅਸੀਂ ਜੇ ਬਾਹਰੋਂ ਕੁਝ ਸੋਚਾਂਗੇ ਸਮਝਾਂਗੇ ਕਿ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਸੰਗ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਕੀ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿਉਂ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਸਾਡੀਆਂ ਜਦਾਤਾਂ ਲੈਣੀਆਂ ਹਨ ਕਿ ਸਾਥੋਂ ਕੋਈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਗ੍ਰਾਹੀ ਕਰਨੀ ਹੈ ਨਹੀਂ ਐਸੀ ਕੋਈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੀ ਮਨਸ਼ਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਕੋਈ ਅਸੀਂ ਜਦਾਤਾਂ ਛੱਡਣੀਆਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਪੁੱਤਰਤੀਆਂ ਛੱਡਣੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦੇਗੇ ਸਿਰਫ ਇਹ ਸੋਚਣ ਦੀ ਬਾਤ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਜਦ ਮਾਤਾ ਦੇ ਪੇਟ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਆਏ ਸੀ ਇੱਕ ਮਾਸ ਦਾ ਲੋਥੜਾ ਸੀ ਔਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਬੇਸਹਾਰਾ ਸੀ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਇੱਕ ਤਾਕਤ ਨੇ ਸਾਡੀ ਪਰਵਿਸ਼ ਕੀਤੀ ਮਾਤਾ ਦੇ ਪੇਟ ਵਿੱਚ ਬੋਬਿਆਂ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਦੁੱਧ ਆਇਆ ਕਿਵੇਂ ਉਹਨੇ ਪਾਲਣ ਪੋਸ਼ਣ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਮਾਤਾ ਦੇ ਪਿਤਾ ਦੇ ਦਿਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਮਮਤਾ ਭਰੀ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਸਾਡਾ ਫਰਜ਼ ਨਹੀਂ ਬਣਦਾ ਅਸੀਂ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਪੀਣੇ ਮਿਲੀਏ ਤੋਂ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਦੱਸਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਸਿਰਫ ਛੋਟੇ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਮਿਲ ਸਕਦੇ ਹੋ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਉਹ ਹਰ ਚੀਜ਼ ਦਾ ਮਾਲਕ ਹੈ ਜਿੰਨਾ ਚਿਕਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਉਹਦੇ ਕੇ ਛੋਟੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦੇਗੇ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਚਿਕਰ ਉਹ ਸਾਡੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਬੂਆ ਖੋਲੇਗਾ when i was young i often used to wonder that why does death come and what happens when one dies and who is there who comes to help at the time of the death quando jo we'll hear the rest of that long section next week our closing bhajan is a bhajan of baba somanath teranam teranam rusalam yeah well we'll sing it it's on page 14 Your nam is nectar to those who have tasted it. Close the nine doors of the body. Concentrate your attention at the 10th gate. Control the mind and the senses. The anhad bani is coming from above. Listen to that subtle sound current with internal hearing faculty. Do dhyan at the center between the eyes, between the two eyes. Do the gurus do the gurus mantra with internal remembrance. Make the mind and chitta peaceful by concentrating them within. Then you will hear the shabd resounding. From the 1,000-petaled lotus, the soul ascends to Trikuti. In Parbrahm, the soul becomes absorbed in the void. From the great void, the soul goes to Banvar Gufa. The soul then travels to Satlok, Alok, and Agam regions. The final stage of the spiritual journey is Radhaswami Dham. The servant Somanath becomes absorbed in that state. Your nam is nectar to those who have tasted it. Abhajan on page 14. Tera nama rasamulaji chinaone
Radha 
Your nam is nectar to those who have tasted it. May God continue to bless us all. <laughs>